I mean, is this akin to a company putting one ply of ultra high mod in the middle of a frame so they can say that they used oh, ultra yeah, high mod? Oh, yeah, it's 100% the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, it has a scientific purpose. Yes, it has a scientific effect. But when you only use it in such a limited instance, it's not actually right. doing anything. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Carbon Queries, the interactive show where we, Ruckus Composites, answer your carbon fiber-related questions. You can submit online using the hashtag CarbonQueries or directly to us through email. All right. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> All right. All right. We're back. We are back. Episode 26. It's episode 26. It is another week for The Carbon Queries. Is this the new year? It's the new year. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Let's you, talk resolutions. Can you believe uh, to not have one? Boom. I thought it was eat more chips. Yes. See? You, ha you have one now. <sighs> Busted. Damn it. That's fine. If I, I resolve to eat more chips, I resolve to eat more varieties of chips. Because I pretty much only had, had very few kinds of chips. Had a <laughs> lot of tortilla chips. A lot of tortilla chips. Well, we live Granted, in a land of great tortilla chips. We do. For those of whom reside outside of the Pacific Northwest, specifically Oregon, we have a lot of good local tortilla chips. Yep. A lot. Yep. Specifically of the Juanitas variety. Yeah. Uh, really great. But I ate a lot of tortilla chips. Yep. I ate a lot of Fritos. <laughs> and I ate a lot of kettle. Yeah. All local. All except with the exception of Frito. Yeah. So. Kettle's awesome. I mean, you get your variety there. Yeah. Or are you looking for like Doritos and Pringles? I mean, I feel like I just need to branch out a little bit. Like where are those be where are those beaten sweet potato chips? Where where are those hanging out? I don't know. I don't know. See, I got to grab some of those. Have you had chia chia seed chips? Yeah, they're they're uh, they're okay. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're I mean, see, solid. I think this is the point. I think I'm already realizing this is why I've pigeonholed myself chip wise. It's because the the ones I mentioned previously are the best kinds. And I feel like you've had a large enough sample population to make a firm decision. So I think just commit to your decision. You know what else is a bunch of BS? $7 bags of chips. That doesn't exist, does it? Oh, when you get in some of the, yeah, sweet potato. Seven? Oh. Yeah. Come on now. $7? Expensive. We'll be there soon. I mean, beer's at 13 out here. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Well, you literally do not get it. I guess there's a lot of things I don't get. Like purchase. Yeah. All right. Episode 26. Yeah. New, new year. We're resolving to eat more chips. What about you, listeners? Tell us in the comments. Tell us about your New Year's resolutions. Ride bikes. Don't ride bikes. Yeah. Ride bikes. Ride more. Ride less. Ride more. It's always a thing. Usually. Are you going to go on record and put down a mileage? Me? Yeah. You're going to say no. how many miles you're going to ride this year? No. No? Why not? A, I haven't thought about it at all. Maybe you need to have a goal. I'm not just going to, like, wing a goal. What are you even going to look forward to in 2019? You're married already? Business do had the best year ever? I mean, what do you got? What do you got, man? <laughs> I actually don't know. Oh. Um, telescope, pro idea. telescope project? Um, that needs redoing. Yeah. Well, constant redoing, but mm -hmm. that's why I like it. Weather station project? Yeah, I'm just waiting on parts. Classic. Uh, 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 generator lights? Yeah, those are almost done. Yeah, okay. Sean's making his own generator lights. I already did. I'm yeah. on round, I'm on version <laughs> 5.0 or whatever. V5, Rev5. Yeah, but at this point, I'm on 
I probably have said this before. The final design. <laughs> As a joke for all you designers out there. Yeah, right. Delivers to the client and then. Anyway, yeah, we got goals. We got goals. Me, I don't know. I haven't thought of anything. Yeah. Eat more chips. Eat more chips. Been... I would like to ride more. I've been off. I mean, I commute most days. Ride ride more both bikes and snowboards for me. Mm, yeah. And That's... then get in the dark room more. Got it rolling now, but want to make some more prints. So, yeah, that's me. That's me, everybody. Kind listeners. Uh, we do have another really solid question from our friend Mauricio down in Dallas, Dallas. I believe. Yeah. MFMC Paint. Definitely go check them out on Instagram. Super talented. They do really, really great work. And Mauricio always has really great questions, and we banter back and forth quite a bit on Instagram. So... He asked us this question, have you guys seen and or heard of abrasion-resistant fabrics using Kevlar or carbon? Is this actually possible to help diminish road rash and help with fabric longevity, or is this more bike tech marketing? Uh, again, that was MFMC Paint through Instagram. What do you think? This is kind of a new subject to me. I've heard of a couple fabrics, not necessarily carbon that I don't, I've heard of Dyneema, right? but that's really the only one that I'm familiar with. So this was kind of new to me. Mm. I didn't really know that this was a thing. Is it a thing? I guess that's part of his question. Yeah. I guess I'll start from the top of one of the coolest aspects about composites is what well, you just, you can make, you can put anything in there. Well, and it is a fabric. Well, right. Yeah, totally. But right. I mean, you can... I mean, I like to think of it as like a mixed media project, maybe to not that extreme, but I mean, you can put in metal, you know, there's a, what's known as aluminized fiberglass. So it's a fiberglass coated in aluminum. There's, where does that get used? Uh, lightning protection, I think. Oh, all right. Yeah. It's a conductive layer. Interesting. Yeah. You got to keep the electricity likes to stay on the outside of objects. Thank you. Michael Faraday. Name drop. Yeah. Scientist name drop. Boom. Yeah. I should do more scientist name drop. Yeah. That's really funny. I'm barely familiar. Yeah. Um, where was I going? Uh, yeah, so that's a great part about composites is they're flexible to add anything. I mean, even blending the types of carbon, you have options. You know, you most bikes are made heavily with like a T700 a Torre 700 carbon fiber, which is like a standard modulus. It's kind of a workhorse. Um, but you can put in some intermediate, you know, stiffen up a few areas, whatever. Um, or you put in like a woven layer. But where you can start getting outside of that, what he's asking is like, you know, carbon bikes take impact and abrasion. Or they don't take impact and abrasion very well. And you can add in other materials, Kevlar, um, it's, it's trade name, but in the composites world, it's known as Aramid, A-R-A-M-I-D. And it's it's pretty. It can come in green and yellow and red and I think blue. It's naturally a like gold color, and um, it's incredibly abrasion resistant. Just like, you know, people think Kevlar, bulletproof vest, and it is. Um, yeah, it's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, that's what they're saying. And you're like, tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me that tough stuff. Bullet, bullet, but a bulletproof vest, that was kind of a mouthful, um, is kind of a, it's a significant, it's also a composite object. You know, it's many, 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 many layers of Kevlar stacked, um, inter- interwoven or intermingled. 
But um, the thing I absolutely hate about Kevlar, it's incredibly annoying to work with. <laughs> like, it's woven, but to cut it with scissors... Oh, you just you probably destroy the scissors with every cut. No, it's not that per se. Like it cuts, but you need shears because it's slippery. So every time you cut it, it just bunches everything. Oh, so you need shears, yeah. and like it kind of cuts okay if you have you know they make a different type of scissor for Kevlar, and it's Kevlar shears, and it works fine at that point. But it's a pain. It's just a pain. And the other reason why they don't use it on bikes as an outer layer is because, you know, typically there's some finished sanding on the outside. And if you touch Kevlar with a piece of sandpaper, it just turns into a frayed mess. Oh, it's just a freaking mess. Oh, yeah. So you couldn't finish it at all. Uh, No, you'd have to mold it perfectly. So if you wanted to add Kevlar to the inside or the middle ply, it would make sense. Yeah. Sort of. Sort yeah. of. Just from a, like, not finishing standpoint. And Kevlar, this is another weird thing that Kevlar is not used a lot in composites, per se. It depends on its application. Is it is an incredibly good wick agent. Like, you know, like a candle wick. Mm-hmm. Kevlar is used a lot in reusable wicks for, like, torches or lighters or anything with flames. Because it doesn't actually burn or melt. But it pulls gas or whatever your ignitable fluid is through it. So incredibly well. Yeah. So the problem why that's a problem with composites is if you get a frayed edge, it's going to pull water in. Mm. It's going to ingress right there, huh? Yeah. And it's going to create a blister or something. And if it's on the outer layer, well, you're not maybe you're going to create a kind of a messy problem and wreck your clear coat. But if it was an inner layer, it's going to start pulling water into your inner layers of your composite and just cause future damage. And yet again, the main reason why it's not used is it's just a pain in the ass to work with. Mm -hmm. It's just messy. It doesn't really add a lot of value. This is, we're talking about a bike. Yeah, even a lot of objects, honestly. What about, because I think maybe what Mauricio is referencing is like actually in cycling fabric. Like clothing? Yeah. What? Let me reread this. I think so. (laughs) Because that was one of the... So you just let me talk for like an hour? Well, yeah, I wasn't going to stop you, but... With abrasions and fabrics. No, he means composites. I don't know. He's helped diminish road rash. Oh, I just... Oh, that's a good point. I was thinking bikes. Well, it could be used in both, so oh. that's why I didn't cut you off, but... Oh, I see. I don't know. So if it... if Is that theoretically possible? Could, yeah. Oh, totally. You know, um, like you replace a huge hip panel or on yeah. bibs or something with Kevlar. I don't know... So in that realm, to go now down the soft goods side of things, right? Not hard goods. Because now we found that it, there's a place for it in hard goods, but in well, not li- really in, yeah. in very limited application. Yeah. yeah, in soft goods, I think it's still moderately pointless. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main reason is from a technical standpoint it's not going to stretch or wear you're not going to wear it on yourself very well because it doesn't stretch the same way lycra or spandex does um and you can't really do any graphics with it so like maybe you could have like a you know if you're wearing like mountain bike shorts and you could have like a cool sublimated exterior with all your designs on it right and you can maybe have an inner layer but yet again i still don't think it would be enough to really do anything i'm seeing some kevlar cycling gloves I could see a glove. Like around, like formed around your knuckles? Yeah, but yet again, I'd rather just have like an impact 
like a soft something to kind of like just like a soft plastic or a rubber than Kevlar. I don't know. Kevlar for me is kind of a weird sore subject because it's kind of like snake oil. Maybe that's what I want to say. Mm. You can say that. It's our podcast. Well, right. But I just don't know if that's right. If it's too strong of a statement. It's just kind of like the term Kevlar has so like people just think bulletproof. And it has such a strong like brand connotation to it or like just thought like previous history. But like nothing gets used that way. I mean, it's huge in motorcycling. Kevlar everything. I know. Kevlar helmet, Kevlar gloves, Kevlar boots. But that's also part of Mauricio's question is... Is that is is that the? I mean, it is good at impact energy absorption. Okay. I get you know in a helmet maybe or pads, but yet again, I could have. I would. My guess would be that foams and rubbers are much better. But maybe you put a Kevlar skin on it. I don't know. I mean, they use Kevlar. You know where they do use Kevlar in bike stand? Beads on tires. Yeah, the Aramid bead. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's the spot where they use it. Yeah. And I've always been interested who Hutchinson used to run a carbon bead, remember? On the Bulldogs? It was like everyone's favorite cross tire oh, from like five yeah. oh, well, I just dated myself like eight years ago. I do remember those. Yeah. Insanely hard to put on. Oh my god, yeah. No thank you. Great tubeless tire though. Yeah. You never rolled one because you could never get it on or off. How much you're running? What pressure are you running? Five. Five. Yeah. So, I mean, Kevlar fabric, like, woven into jeans, for example, for, like, abrasion resistance on a motorcycle. Uh, like, I feel terrible. Wait, worn into jeans or worn into, like, motorcycle clothing? No, like, woven, the thing I'm looking at right now, ballistic motorcycle jeans, five times stronger than steel, made with 100% black DuPont Kevlar fibers, right? Is it, like, is it actually protecting anything? I don't know. I mean... I just think it's marketing. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt. It's better. It's probably, honestly, better than just raw denim. I mean, is this akin to a company putting one ply of ultra high mod in the middle of a frame so they can say that they used oh, ultra yeah, high mod? Oh, yeah, it's 100% the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, it has a scientific purpose. Yes, it has a scientific effect. But when you only use it in such a limited instance, it's not right. actually doing anything. But you get to say on your bike or on your jeans that yeah. it's Kevlar woven, right? Right. I mean, it's what yeah. it's, that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. No, I'd put it in that same category. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just such a small amount. You're like, it's not really doing anything. I mean, I guess I, pre- I, I appreciate the innovation of trying to figure out ways to use new materials. I guess if it was actual innovation, I would appreciate it. But okay. considering it's just like, it, re- it feels more like to me, like a company of three people wanted to make a new product, opened a catalog from an overseas factory, and you're just like, I want to be there's totally... Our, there's our fabric. Yeah, let's put that in there. Okay. And let's import it and just put a sticker on it. I don't know. Maybe that's a little negative. Yeah. So it was a it's a good question, Mauricio, but as you heard, we're not buying it. But no. I mean, literally and figuratively, we're not buying it. No, it's just not... I mean, you'd have to put in a lot for there's value because, I mean, Bianchi puts it in their seat stays, but it's like... That's a worthless amount. That's not counter. Is that, it's not, that's not countervail, that's not is countervail. it? No. Countervail is a, like a vibration dampening. And the reason why countervail is a little different is because I was at, uh, oh, was I, yeah, I was at Sampy last year. No, or Camex, one of the composite shows. And the people that make countervail, which I don't remember who they are, 
they just had like a pair of Bianchi seat days there. And it's always interesting to go to composite shows and find anything bike related. Yeah, because we are small. Well, and bikes are like a novelty. Yeah. Um, so they're just like, check out this adult toy. And you're like, oh, can you not say that to me? Yeah. And I was talking to the counter. Sorry, you're making a $40 million plane to go terrorize the world somewhere. Or, oh, pardon or, me. Or just take people around the world or, to right. get ice cream. Right. Dan. You're referencing something. Oh, I'm not. I'm just, oh, not. Okay. I'm just getting close to dinner time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm having ice cream for dinner. Yeah, no, I'm that's just right. I got my Tillamook Teriyaki Jalapeno. So what if you were to fly around the world... Delivering those? No, or getting some. Oh. What if you did a book about beef jerky of the world? I know it's a pepperoni steak, but it's, you know, put it in the jerky. Family. I think I'm about to put in my two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I just found my calling. Leave now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, your desk's already clear. Your desk's already cleared. Yeah, out, I took so. care of that this weekend. <laughs> That'd be, I, that might be my calling, actually. Mm, that'd be an awesome book. It'd be an awesome book. It'd be a delicious topic. Oh, man, yeah. What do you think, oh boy, what do you think would be the most shocking, I bet some sort of like seaweed, sorry, seafood jerky would blow your mind. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Or like caribou? I haven't had caribou, but I bet either. it's a lot like elk or venison. Probably. Both of which I love. Yeah. What do you, hmm, what's the crazy thing to make jerky out of, you think? I've had octopus jerky. Whoa, weird. That's just a nice shot. Good point. Yeah. It's dried out, so I bet it's not chewy. No, and it like shrinks to like a million. It's just it's very small. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of wild mushrooms you can make jerky out of. Really? Yeah. Is it good? I haven't had them because I haven't found them yet. Boy, I but can imagine a morel. One of them. Oh, I bet it's amazing. I bet they also all. I got it. Sounds like the most expensive jerky. Right. <laughs> morel jerky would be, out of, but again, like they shrink down. I mean, as we were just talking, find chips mo- are seven dollars a bag, so whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, was that the last episode? Oh boy, I don't even know. Oh, They're starting to blend it. together. Oh. Anyway, like composites do. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> see. I brought it back around. <laughs> I was. I was talking about the countervail. Yeah. And I was at the trade. I was like, maybe it was Camex. Um, talking to whoever the rep is of countervail, and they like a. They mainly use it in tennis rackets. And it kills the uh, buzz of hitting the ball, I guess. It's pretty cool. It's amazing. The tennis racket display they had was pretty cool. And then they just had like a Bianchi sitting there. I'm just like, it's got a countervail. And I was like, cool. I know that the technology of rackets is changing to involve more carbon fiber, but I would like to hear more about what actual Whatever happened strings. to that racket? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I thought it Remember was... Remember that week of like weird requests where a tennis racket and... There were some other ones I was like, yeah, bring it in. I think one of them was like a cane. Well, we've seen canes before. Yeah. I know you've made canes for people before. Yeah. Yeah, we get wacky requests. Yeah, it's a real racket. Yeah, get in touch with us if you have a custom project pitch, though, because I do love those emails. Yeah, you do. I do. Yeah. I mean, I do, too. I love wacky creative projects. We just, we, they need a pencil out for us. Yeah, that's fair. We are... We are running a bit. You are running a business. We're all running this business. Today. Okay. All right. We are a team. You earn your own paycheck. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. yeah. yeah surprisingly. Send us requests, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Please, 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 <laughs> yeah. please, 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 please. Help well, me make our way well, this episode. Let's wrap this one up. Yeah. Um, it's a great question, Mauricio. Uh, we, like I said, we're not buying it literally, figuratively. Yeah. It had Kevlar and those fabrics have a place. 
we just are not sure. You'd have to use a lot of it. Yeah. That's where I'm standing is you just have to use a lot of it. Yeah. Adding a thread or two, just whatever. It seems marketing. Like, yeah, it seems like techno babble marketing to us. Techno babble. Yeah. Is there a tower of techno babble? Ooh. Boom. All Good right, night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> or was this podcast the tower of techno babble? <laughs> That's everything we do, yeah. You know, kind of is at that point. We're trying to meet people where they are. Thanks for listening to the Carbon Queries. If you've liked this episode, please go on to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star or an honest rating. If you have a question to submit, please submit it on any social channel using the hashtag CarbonQueries or send us directly to email. 